Star Wars session. Extra, extra, extra. Hello, you beautiful lot. It's Saturday. We're in Essex. We're live. It's Star Wars Sessions. We are here at Nerdbase for the Star Wars Nerdbase weekend. Of course, we were here a couple of years ago. Luke and myself, we were running a mock in this joint. It's me today. Luke is uh, celebrating with his better half their wedding anniversary. He's just got back as well. He's just touched down uh, in England from Florida. So he's having a well-deserved break, but... Uh, for the rest of this show, I'm going to be catching up with the wonderful troop of cosplayers, the guests here, hopefully the owners of Nerdbase, and some of the session sickheads as well. But I've got a very special guest with me right now. Can you just say your name, please? Olivia. And what's my name? Daddy. Yep, see, my co-host for the day is Olivia. So I'm going to go and have a look around, going to get a few uh, conversations, a few sound bites from a few sickheads in there. And before I go, Olivia... Can you do your best Chewy impression, please? <laughs> Enough said. A few years ago, we came here and the star of the show, certainly for my daughter, was Chewbacca, Gareth Bracker. And again, you're here today in the hottest costume in the galaxy. Uh, Chewy, mate, how are you? <laughs> What's your purpose here today? <laughs> <laughs> answers on a postcard for exactly what that meant but I think it means he's going to go and have a couple of pints later on and be the first Wookiee in human history to get slaughtered but um, it's a warm day today mate how are you going to survive (laughs) yep he said later on he's going to unsheathe for everybody (laughs) a shave we're going to see a a shaved Wookiee but um Sorry, not Gav. Chewy, mate. We'll be back out again later on to speak to Olivia. Did you want to say anything to Chewy? You're really fluffy. You're really fluffy. <laughs> Before I even had a chance to get into Nerdbase today, I've been, we've been accosted by one of the Empire's finest. The Empire's finest trooper. It's the Essex trooper. He calls himself Chris. We know him as the Essex trooper. How are you, sir? I'm good, thank you. Are you what, what's what's your purpose here today? Are you cosplaying, or are you really here to keep the peace? Uh, a bit of both, I think, and a bit of traffic <laughs> maintenance and management as well. Yeah, we we've, we've got the best guys on the job for the traffic today. It's a it's a busy day today. I got to say, it's warm out here, and you've got your full garb on. How long are you going to make it? Um, I'm going to try and make it most of the day, uh, if not at least up until lunchtime. Um, get a nice uh, galactic burger. Um, and then see how it goes. So it's, well, by lunchtime, he's going to strip it, strip off, nosh back a burger, and he'll be he'll be laughing. But um, my friend Obi Wan Kenobi, we know that the Empire are after him. However, we're all after him as well. Disney Plus show drops in three weeks' time. Are you excited? How how excited are you for this? Over the moon. It's the first show for quite some time now, which is going to or film that's going to actually have original stormtroopers in it. So I'm looking forward to seeing my counterparts in that. I, I remember Ewan saying that the first time he saw it's the first time he's worked with stormtroopers because in the prequels he worked with uh, clone troopers. So that, uh, are you expecting to see um, 
Obi Wan makes short work of them. Or do you think? Well, do you think we're going to see? Uh, he, remember when, his line when he said, "There's no more stormtroopers than the most precise soldiers in the galaxy." I paraphrase. Do you think we're going to see any evidence of that? Um, no, I don't think so. I think, um, to be honest, the uh, the Rebel Alliance are probably going to come out on top. I think. I think, yeah, I think, uh, spoilers for A New Hope, I think, you know, Obi-Wan might just make it through. But, uh, Chris, mate, before I go, I've been asking everybody, uh, especially Gav over there, do you mind giving us your best Wookiee impression? Not a problem. Uh... <laughs> Thank you very much, mate. Lads, lads, ladies, girls, boys, children, as soon as I walked into the shop, I saw a sight which has dazzled me. Nothing's ever going to beat this today. Johnny Olif, the spice head of Southend, standing standing in the till, holding everyone up because he's buying so much. Johnny boy, how you doing, mate? Not bad, thank you. Yeah, having a good Star Wars day. Uh, no face. Yeah, good to see you. What have you got in your bag? I'm going to be nosing now. What have you been buying? <laughs> um, I've got the Obi-Wan Kenobi comic. Relevant. Yep, relevant. Uh, a Han Solo in Carbonite uh, black series. I've never seen that one before. With the discount offers that as well. The Saikatana and Grogu... Um, vintage collection box. Look at that packaging. <laughs> yep, the cardboard box. Much discussed. <laughs> and a neon num um, vintage figure. Uh, nine. Is it neon or nine? I've always said neon num, but it's probably nine. I've no idea. It's relevant to that because obviously Mike Quinn is inside, and I didn't. And I sort of think, well, how do I say his name? And I'll wait. I'll wait for him to say it. But the all right, the packaging. We spoke about it on our podcast that. I think we were both more on the side that if it looks good, then we're not as fussed by it. But what, do you, what are your thoughts on this potential move? I think this one looks good. Um, I think I wanted the Boba Fett one as well, but I didn't have it. So, But I think the packaging looks good. It looks like vintage and retro. What were they done with the photography and everything as well? So, And as I'm someone that likes to stay, take stuff out of the box, normally with vintage collection, I can't do that because it's on the card. And it looks so awesome on the card, you don't want to take it off the card. So... I'm happy that this is a box and I can open it and this box will still look awesome as well. So. See, I leave. I usually keep my stuff in the box because I'm a sap, but um, that packaging, not only does it look awesome, it's the Soaker and Grogu, yeah. it doesn't look any different to how Lego packages their stuff and nobody really complains about the Lego stuff. Yeah, exactly. Although, you know, Lego's in bits, so it's not much to look at, is it? Right, that's, a good, that's a good point. That's why Johnny's on the show there, mate. Um, Johnny, mate, later on, we're going to grab a pint. Yes, absolutely. Are you going to buy any more today before we grab a pint? It's perfectly possible. <laughs> you better get it before Dave Dunn turns up. But yeah. right, you got to buy everything before Dave. Onwards and upwards. <laughs> <laughs> Record scratch. Hold on. I almost forgot my own game of the day. Johnny Olaf, mate. We've asked everyone. We've asked uh, Chris, the Essex Trooper. Of course, we've asked Gav Backer. Sorry, True Bagger, to do this. I've always, always, even Olivia has done it. Can you give me your best Wookiee impression, please? <laughs> He just stubbed his toe. Once more we're feeling. <laughs> Cheers, Johnny. Johnny, boy. <laughs> I'm with a guy who, in the Star Wars galaxy, I would probably be quite scared of. Stormtrooper, dark priest, mud trooper. But in reality, he's a really nice guy. I'm standing with Kenny Lee. How you doing, mate? I'm doing really good. And I'm a, I'm a teddy bear. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't listen to this guy. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a teddy bear. I'm a cuddly teddy bear. <laughs> I can vouch for that. The guys, we're going to go a bit cuddle after this. But um, firstly, Kenny, welcome to Nerdbase. Welcome to Essex. This is your first time here. It is my first time here, and it's like a little oasis around here. It's like so. It's yeah, it's quite phenomenal, and I mean, I mean, having a great day, and I'm enjoying myself. 
Nice. Uh, and for those uh, listening, I'll let you do the intros. You've been in a few Star Wars films, like we mentioned up top. You're collecting, you're collecting troopers like uh, Infinity Stones at the minute. Um, who, who, what, what films have you been in and who did you play again? So I started off as a first order stormtrooper, which was in um, Force Awakens, that's um, episode seven. Um, then I went on to um, Rogue One, uh, which is obviously the, um, the the prequel. And then after that, oh sorry, in Rogue One I played a, a dark priest as well as a market merchant on Planet Jeddah. And then I went on to after that it was um, Solo, that's the Han Solo movie where I played a squad leader mud trooper. And um, so, and I got to do a lot more stunt work in that one. So, it's been a great journey so far. Nice. And with the Force Awakens, I meant to start there first. We all know. Well, for me, the hype leading into the Force Awakens was like bonkers. The first Star Wars film in ten years, and a, a sequel to the old films. What was it like being part of that? Did it feel as epic on the inside as it did for us on the outside? For me, definitely, because it was there was so much buzz going around at the mo- at the moment. I mean, at the time when I was approached um, for the role, there was so much secrecy about it that the, we couldn't even talk about it. We couldn't even call it, you know, Star Wars. It was given a completely uh, uh, code name, um, and then we had to sign an NDA disclosure not to say anything about it, not to tell anybody, not to put it any on social media or anything like that. So. Um, there's a lot of buzz going around. There's rumors that all oh, this, all we knew that it was going to be a huge um, movie, fr- uh, sci-fi franchise, and um, <laughs> and they and they, and they were looking for guys who could be uh, who are uh, athletic, strong, and they can be, uh, who could be soldiers. And um, so yeah, going through the whole process of um, going like for like an, a short. Uh, uh, audition and then going through a military uh, boot camp course where we ha- they had to um, learn how to um, use firearms, knowing how to um, um, learning how to pick up um, stunt choreography and um, knowing um, stage combat as well. And so that was like a four week uh, four weeks of training, and then after that it was just a case of. Um, getting fitted in, into our costume and that's, and that's when it all came together because oh my god yeah this is it it's Star Wars so we all know it and then finally um, after rehearsals getting onto set and we actually see on the, this huge set you know, at Pinewood Studios and you've got you're on the Millennium Falcon and you're like oh my god there's the Millennium Falcon and, you, and you're seeing other uh, members of the of the cast uh, you're seeing uh, Harrison Ford walking around the place you've seen Carrie Fisher you, you know what I mean and it was like oh my god it's incredible and then I'm working alongside John Boyega and at the time John Boyega he was he wasn't he was unknown you know what I mean he was only known from one other movie before that and um and so it was an, uh, it was ama- amazing to see him going through that transi- uh, transition from being such a young actor to being such a huge uh, um, a list actor now. And so it's a, yeah, so so like I said, it's been a great journey for me uh, in, in, ter- in terms of working on the, uh, a huge sort of franchise. And I just feel blessed in the sense that um, since then, um, my career in, ter- in terms of uh, in, in the industry is. It's been. I'm developing myself as an as an artist, and so, like like I said, it's been a great journey so far. And so I've been. I feel completely blessed. You know, what I mean, to be and to be lucky to be on it. So yeah. 
everyone listening is probably jealous. Just of everything you just said, being in and amongst it, just hanging around with Harrison, Carrie Z. You know, Boyega's there as well. That's not a bad list of people to say you are working with. Yeah, just <laughs> a couple there. But um, we've mentioned all the characters that you've played, all the trooper, trooper variations, all the uh, characters in Rogue One. Do you have a favourite one that you played, or are they all blending as being wonderful? They all have their own. I, I said it. They all have their own. I helped my own favourite moment. They all have their own moments there. With that, they all they all stick out in one way um, I guess for, for me like I said uh, Solo was great because I, firstly I got to wear a, a costume that was so comfortable <laughs> you know what I mean and, and then I got to do a lot more um, uh, stunt work and, and choreography because in the scenes where I play a, a, squad, a squad leader my trooper were on the uh, on the set on the planet Minban and there's so much going on you've got fireworks you've got all these pyrotechnics and ex- explosions all, all, over, all over the place and they even got to a point where um, I'm running on uh, on the field and there was an explosion on my feet and, I, and it actually and it sent me flying for real and it, 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 it sent me flying for real and then when the the camera was cut, uh, when the when the director yelled cut, and people ran out to say, "Oh, are you okay? Are you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, let's do it again." I've just checked. Kenny's still got his feet, by the way. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, let's do it again." I was like, "Yeah, I'm having a, this. Is, I'm having the time of my life here." Exactly. So, um, for that reason, that was probably one of the, my favorite ones to work on. Um, but then, but then, then, like I said, they all have their own favorites. Like again, Force Awakens was the first time being on a on a on a movie set that huge, and then Rogue One. Uh, and I love I love Rogue One as a movie, you know what I mean. So and it's one of my favorites, and so exactly, and so and then to, to work on that too, and see and see that for me Rogue One can stand. It, I see that as a standalone movie, you know, you know what I mean. So and so it was one of my, again I felt one of my favorites. So they all have their, uh, they have their own special um, place in my heart uh, about them. So yeah. Only one of them did he get blown through the air, though, and wanted to do it again. And willing to do it again. <laughs> yeah, well, well, on that then, I mean, you, you've, you've played... Twice as right. Obviously, this is, <laughs> man don't come cheap, but... Um, so you obviously play, you play, played a troop and played uh, uh, the Dark Priest et al. If you could come back into the franchise, which hopefully you can do, who would you like to play? Would you like to play, would you like to play a humanoid, a droid, uh, an alien? Who do you think you'd want to play? I kind of would like to come back, you know, maybe as an alien, because then I have, you know, to have a full, you know, full-on prosthetics to my face, and you know what I mean, and do something with my hair and all the makeup, and just something that sort of takes me out of my comfort zone. You know, what I mean, something into into new territory. So I love to do, you know, come back as something, you know, a bit more. Uh, creature like aliens type so who knows fingers crossed you never know uh, Lucasfilm we know you're listening you're here to hear Ken Lee wants back in he wants to be an alien uh, before we go on a mate have you got any uh, have you got any other projects lined up outside of the galaxy outside of the galaxy I guess so um, so there's the Jurassic World and um, Dominion that's coming out in, uh, in June that's a small film and, uh, <laughs> just a little bit tiny I'm, co- I'm kidding I'm kidding, kidding. so um, I make an appearance in that one so look forward to seeing that one too um, as well as that there are some things I can't mention at the moment because again there's so much there's NDAs you know what I mean they they they, 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 they got 
um, they grab you by the neck, you know what I mean, sort of thing. So, but I, all I can say is that there is another huge um, franchise that you'll, you'll see me uh, in, in coming up this year and next year. So look out for that. I'm sitting there thinking, right, what could it be? Um, the mind is turning, but well, Kenny, mate, thank you so much for speaking to us on the sessions. We hope to see you back again in Star Wars, but. Thank you, mate, for being a part of the galaxy as it is. Oh, thank you so much. It's, uh, it's a privilege and an honour to, uh, to be here. You know what I mean? So, and I, I really appreciate everybody coming down as well. So thank you so much. Charlotte, can you do your best Wookiee impression, please? We're going to try again. Take two. <laughs> Just sat down and got myself a pint of Abbott Ale, looking at the beautiful faces of Obi Juan Kenobi, Johnny Olaf, and suddenly we're accosted. <laughs> suddenly, somebody, somebody comes over and goes, I've got a really good story from Neil. I said, What, the Neil? She said, The Neil. He's got a fabulous story about some merch, Craig, and nerd base. I'm with said Neil now, Hello. and I can't wait to hear this story. So, I've without any further. I feel bad about telling it now because I only found out about it half an hour ago that it was an actual story. This is hot off the press, this it's is. It's hot off the press. Well, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago we were down here for my birthday and um, obviously doing the whole Battlebridge thing. Yep. Went into the base. Craig wasn't there. He was off boot sale. It was a Sunday afternoon or Sunday morning. Forget what it was. And um, in the cabinet was two episode one Pizza Hut pizza boxes. I told you about these, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There was... Um, uh, um, the Anakin Skywalker and I forget what the other one is now no, it wasn't that episode one <laughs> come on babe <laughs> come on was it Jar Jar um, uh, little pa- Jar Jar Padme I think it was Jar Jar it was Jar I've got my home we've seen these before yeah and um, so I said to the fellow behind the counter how much are these he was like £5 each you okay and I was like I've never seen these before never seen yep. these and these are unused pizza boxes so I bought them. Before you can, I'm just gonna, I spoke to uh, Chris earlier on, Hobie Juan over there, and I literally said about an hour ago, oh, last time I came here, there was these Pizza Hut pizza boxes, and I said to them, you know, are these for sale? And he's like, no. I said, are you sure? And he goes, um, they're not for sale. So I'm just going to preface that by saying I'm aware of these pizza boxes, <laughs> and I was told they weren't for sale. They weren't for sale. <laughs> but the fellow working in the shop at the time didn't know they weren't for sale. Oh, man. So um, for £10... I got the two pizza boxes, and now they're Craig, from the t- from they're from way back in ninety nine. But Craig well. still got the other two, tucked away, the smaller ones. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he won't sell them to me. So now we're in like a um, a standoff. <laughs> we're at a standoff, like you know, that in um, what is the film? What was the film? Um, Any western? No, not the western. No, even worse than that. What's the Island of Bumba film? You know, bedos and broomsticks. So the kids got one half of the book, and the adults got the other half of the book. And no one's budging. No one's budging. Kind of like that. He won't send them to me, but um, maybe one day we'll do because you can't find them. You've got the high ground here. You've got the big ones. You've got the big ones, (laughs) and you've managed to swindle it for a tenner. I know. I feel. I feel bad in a way. If you didn't, if you didn't basically take all my money every other weekend, I feel bad anyway. (laughs) It's a because of pizza boxes. (laughs) (laughs) a podcast babe all over the internet why are you in a podcast he's famous because he because he, he swindled nerd base <laughs> that's all hello like hello mate hello mate oh ray english rose hello <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. 
good girl. There you go. I got a little bit of a yes. I got a little bit of a lick in there, but stop it. This is great, you know. But is he still in America? Is he home now? He's home now. He's home now. So d- full on Disney blues, I imagine. Yep. They didn't. Well, they didn't. They didn't want him to leave because you know James Corden's talk show's over. They wanted someone to take over. So <laughs> you know, the Late Late Show of Luke Bly. But uh, I think he could have done quite well. Yeah, could have done, could have done, yeah. Oh. Well, thank you for the story, though. No worries, no buddy. Way. And uh, you're now part of the, the session squad. Thank you very much. You have a good afternoon. <laughs> Sorry, that is the sound of my, me picking my jaw up off the floor because <laughs> of the man who you can hear next to me now. He's only been here. We've only seen him for about five minutes, but the amount of heartbreak, heartthrob jokes you made is unbelievable. I'm standing with Diamond Dave Dunn. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good. Cheers, man. Thank you yeah. very much yes, for the right. introduction. That's right. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. the head of the UK's best Black Series collectors group as well. Yep. We've um, actually moved on recently, so we're now just a UK Star Wars collectors group. So it's not just Black so Series? So it is everything. We've opened Sweet. it up and, yeah, we're looking... Right, well, I've got a few Star Wars questions to ask but Dave, but we spoke about this on our Patreon show the other day. I think you know what's coming. Johnny Boy's <laughs> already teed this up. Has Hasbro have announced that the packaging, like going forward, they're going to be having plastic-free packaging, so it's yep. the cardboard only. Save the turtles. As a massive collector yourself, what are you thinking, mate? Because to me, I'm, my, my, my view as a collector is kind of like, you know, it is what it is. You know, I get their safeguarding. Uh, by not using as much plastic, it's good. That, that's yep. good. But yep. from a collective point of view, from a visual point of view, and all that, what are you thinking, man? Well, <laughs> um, but as you say, I've already had a discussion with Johnny. He knows my views. Johnny I think boy. so. You know, as a collector, it's it's a it's a very strange option that they've chosen to to go for. I think that <laughs> the whole idea of having that plastic bubble packaging is for people like me who is an inbox collector. Yeah, you know, I don't break my figures out I like to have them on show same but the whole point is to see the figure you know mm. you want to look at the action figure you bought yeah, yeah. a lot of people are quite conscious about the, the paint applications the yeah. face apps you know what they look like and now there's no way for us to see that mm-hmm. you know it's, it does jar a little bit um, we was also talking about how it impacts the nostalgia you know, when you look at the yeah, cardbacks yeah. and you, you get that yeah. figure that you did at Christmas, and no. it just that's what makes people buy it. But this is what I said on the show: is it, me, I quite I like the blister pack look of it because there's a kind of nostalgic vibe to it. And I wondered if maybe that's why certain people weren't were a bit annoyed, is because you know what they remember is changing and they yeah. can't get the fuzzies anymore. But yeah. but it sounds like for you, it's more actually I want to be able to scope out the figure I before see I buy. What I you know, I want to yeah. see what I bought. I, I like to open it up and, and have a look at if if it's not something that I'm, you know, really attached to in terms of my collection. Yeah. But, you know, in the collector's world, we have, you know, paint variations. So, um, C-3PO with a red arm. I don't know if you recognise <laughs> him. I wouldn't recognise no. him. Um, <laughs> but that version, there's three different reds on the Black Series um, paint applications. I have no idea about yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I mean. And it's, you know, the darker red is the harder one to find and, and get. Um, so... With things like that, it sort of just disappears. He's a celebrity now. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's you know it, it takes away that little bit from collecting, oh, which yeah. I think is it's, it's going to cost them a little bit. How many figures have you got? How many figures have you got in in your loft? In your you're in your you're just in your person? How many have you got? No. And a value Thank as you well. For waiting for this question. <laughs> and a value. Um, and a value. <laughs> so. Um, I honestly, I honestly cannot say how many I've actually got. I was talking can't to... Can't or just to, can't yeah. 
<laughs> I was talking to uh, Johnny about Hot Toys, and I've oh, got mate. a rough estimate on how many I've got them. I think I've got around 120 to 150 Hot Toys. Hot Toys. Uh, and they're not uh, they're not expensive ones. <laughs> <laughs> they're not cheap ones, man. They're, no, they're, they're the good ones. They're quality. 200 plus. They're quality. Yeah, they are very, very nice. And, um, yeah, I've got around that of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Black Series... I was pretty much up to date until I decided to, to get rid of. Wow. Um, so wow. I'm trying to just stick with Hot Toys, although I've just fallen into the lightsaber trap, <laughs> which I've just bought, just bought at one at Nerd Base just now. Which um, one? Sidious. Oh, mate. So, yeah, yeah but pick that up. Um, you didn't get the, bl- the Mando's blaster? Like, uh, no. Gun, sorry. The rifle, gun. rifle, yeah. I've actually got that. Oh. <laughs> of course. Because, yeah. um, of course, yeah. Of course. Yeah. But when, um, as it was made the 4th the other day and Disney were doing a little drop, um, yeah, yeah, I, I picked that. up the double set, the Ahsoka mm-hmm. set. Lightsabers, so I picked them up. I picked Darth Vader's one up and Luke's one up. And then I went and got Ray's as well. So, oh, we was we, we, uh, Johnny and I we were looking for Ray's when we came here today to see if we can oh, get it. But if you can't get it, go you know on me, Zavi. mate. You know me. Yeah, go on Zavi. Uh, it's 200 quid there's a code I'll send you you get 10% off 180 pound sorted this guy this guy <laughs> gets it doesn't he this guy I'm, you're in there I'll, I'll keep it I'll up on it link. anything for the English Rose I'll keep that but, um, Obi-Wan three weeks time mate oh, you're excited oh, you know I'm you're excited aren't you absolutely beside myself you're gonna, at 8 o'clock in the morning you're going to be out watching I'm, it or I've, you going to wait till the evening do you know what I've actually planned I'm a teacher in my real life he is I've planned my timetables around the release of Kenobi <laughs> lad. so that I've not got to teach at 9 o'clock in the morning when it's released <laughs> and that I can get up watch it yes. and go to, into work a bit later but I am honestly Good I've lad. never been this excited to see a Star Wars in Revenge my life of the Sith, Revenge of the Sith sequel isn't it basically it basically is pretty much we mate. know how long we've been waiting for that it's the best best prequel years. you know out there I, yeah I'm honestly some people this is like half half of some people's life if not more they've been waiting for yeah. this yeah yeah it's Man, unreal it's and when you tell people the excitement they sometimes people at work just look at me like you sure just people at work <laughs> yeah sure, just people at work um, <laughs> you have to go to like a nice outlet or something make it, make it up it. to yeah, yeah 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 take a shop in that's it yeah yeah um but yeah, no, I couldn't even watch the trailer where I was so excited oh, for it. It dropped when I was was out. It was somewhere, exciting, and I had to just wait because I knew that I wouldn't have been able to. It's, it's to actually it's, well, that, well I won't I won't say anything about it. They didn't show anything you didn't want to see in the trailer. They cool. didn't give anything away. Yeah, it's yeah. a proper a proper example of a trailer. Brilliant. That's so what you want. if you do get to see it, mate. Oh yeah, no, I, know your I thoughts, will. I will be watching it tonight, hopefully. Yes. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm just beside myself to just nice. to see what they do with it I'm so happy we're getting two episodes on release yeah I'm excited that's got quite, an interesting, well, so. um, quite an interesting take on it at Celebration as well yes at the same time so yeah, exactly. we've got that to deal with so yeah no that's going to be good I'm really excited to see what's announced at Celebration I'm hoping we get a few nice little bits I know that there's been a few little leaks um, yeah. about what's being dropped but yeah we'll wait and see but yeah I'm very excited Kenobi is just come on, he that's, can't all wait. I, that's all I'm thinking about at the minute he can't wait that's can he I'm thinking about Last one, attached to last one. What, is there any black series figures you haven't got which you desperately want? For anyone listening who might want to sell it, so there is one set that I've never had, and in terms of you know being the UK's largest black series site, of which I had every single black series figure ever released, but there is one set I've never had, which was it's the white Chewbacca, which is a prototype yeah. Chewbacca box set that was only released to the. Um, 
the people at Hasbro that were actually creating it, the designers, and that's it. Um, so I've so, never had that. So if anybody's got that in their possession, I will. So you want you want that one? You don't want to sell? You wouldn't sell that one if you've got it? No, no, definitely not. I've got you know I've kept my favourites. Um, I know yeah. I said I got out of the actual line because <laughs> there was too many, but I've got my favourites. They're staying, but I'd love to have that in. So yeah, right, prototype one. white Chewbacca. If anyone has it, yeah, see it. Hit, hit Dave done up. up. Just just look to the stars and you'll see him <laughs> smiling back at you. A dazzling <laughs> smile. Uh, last question. Everyone's been asked this, mate, uh, and it may be a bit embarrassing, but can you give me your best Wookiee impression, please? It, Johnny O's done it everyone's done it <coughs> here, here we go here we go <laughs> <laughs> so I've got him mate cheers Dave mate <laughs> no worries man see you later now I'm standing here with a man who's been there seen it and I imagine he's done it as well I've got Trevor Butterfield how are you sir I'm very fine well yeah yeah good I've just been saying I'll be, I come up to Trevor's um, table and I'm looking at the, the images he has on display for sale and thinking what would I give to be in most of those scenes even not all of those scenes but um, Trevor you, you, you've appeared as various characters uh, in the franchise for the benefit of those listening do you mind just explain, describing who you've appeared as? Well I've appeared on uh, Empire Strikes Back <laughs> and Return of the Jedi on Empire Strikes Back I was an Imperial officer yep um, which obviously just, be, me. just behind Darth Vader you can't see that because <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, there's no film but um, yeah I mean that was a, a fun job I mean that uh, was what 23 uh, sorry 40, 43 years ago so yeah I mean happy Time memories yeah and that was at a time it was following up from the biggest film of all time in what was then just called Star Wars well it was yes I mean uh, the first one was very low budget yes and yeah. then uh, obviously became uh, what it, it did so iconic that um, did it feel big on did it feel special on set well I wasn't on the first one like, well, I mean for, for, for the sequel I mean did that oh, yes. follow, following up from the biggest well, film yes, did that feel special that, well it can't be as good as the first one <laughs> yeah. everybody you know uh, but at the time in, in though fact it was better at the time I mean critically I mean at the time it wasn't as well received no. as it has been in hindsight no but uh, I think my favourite one is Jedi uh, that, mm-hmm. that was my favourite film to work on as well there he is right there I'm looking at, uh, looking at you there several characters yep and um, yes I mean uh, we had fun times mm-hmm. there was about a group of 12 of us sort of always in different costumes mm-hmm. so yep. um, if you was the right height and you uh, fitted a costume then mm. obviously you got the job no um, and so what was your favourite on set memory because I can see you looking fondly at your, at the, your memories here what, did yeah. you have any favourite on set memories well on set memory was probably the uh, gunner yes. in the Millennium Falcon um, because that was quite a long sequence mm-hmm. but it, unfortunately it was uh, edited out of the uh, film yeah it's available uh, to watch now isn't it's it? you available can, you to can watch get now it on yeah. YouTube or you can see it on the Blu-ray mm, yeah, outtakes yeah. But, um, yes I mean I was looking forward to seeing that in the film but uh, it, it wasn't to be you are in Return of the Jedi though as the infamous bounty hunter Bosk, Bosk. you took yeah. over from Alan Harris is that correct absolutely yes uh, the story was that um, they wanted a publicity shot of all the bounty hunters yep and Jeremy Bullock wasn't in that particular day. So they asked Alan to put the costume on because he was the same height and he'd already yep. wore it before. Yep. And I was a stormtrooper on that particular day. <laughs> and I was just walking by 
How's your luck? Trevor, take the, cost- uh, the Stormtrooper costume off and put the boss costume on. <laughs> Um, and you're more, any more than happy to do so? I was more than happy to do <laughs> yeah. so. And then, you see, I, I played him in a couple of scenes further than that. And uh, it was it was just being at, at the right place at the right time. Yeah, no. And, I mean, who would you class, if, if I could ask, as the... What character means the most to you from the ones that you've played? Or, or are you just happy to be part of it? I think part of it. Blount, um, yep. That sort of... He's in several scenes, obviously. Mm. On the Falcon, especially, in the yeah, briefing in the Falcon, as well. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was um, probably my favourite mm. character. And you can see your face as well. You yeah, know, see under my face. Hel- Hel- and then, um, um, Bosk was, as you say, he's, mm. he's an iconic character in himself. Yeah. So, that was uh, good to play him. And what do you, uh, what do you, how do you feel the franchise has gone since... The films that you worked on, because we've obviously had the prequels, now the sequels, and of course you well, know, these streaming you, series. I haven't seen the uh, prequels. <laughs> I no. I'm not really a Star Wars fan, to be honest. No, no, it's no. I mean, it, it was a job at the time. Yep. I enjoyed it, but mm-hmm. uh, we'll move on to the next. Move thing, on yeah. to the next. Yeah, one, yeah of course. Yes. Yeah. So, um, in that in that sense, then obviously you're here today in uh, Base Essex, and we thank you for that. Um, what does what what does Star Wars mean to you? Obviously, because you said you're not the biggest fan, which is honesty, which we love. But what does it mean to you? Having been part of this franchise, I guess even seeing how big it has become and iconic, the characters well, you played are. I'm I'm happy because it allows me to go to cons <laughs> and meet people like yourself. Um, I've met some very interesting people over the years. <laughs> who are really dedicated Star Wars fans yeah, and oh, have yeah. been converted unfortunately <laughs> at the moment but we've got to try um, everyone no it, it's been a great experience to work on yep. um, I never realised that it would get so iconic yeah. well that's the thing is it because when, you, when you're behind the scenes I guess like you say you're just you're there working or doing yeah, the job sure. you don't maybe notice it until afterwards and you think wow step back and think this was yeah. that was huge yeah, yeah well it was huge yes yeah. I mean I didn't realise all this con business went on <laughs> until I was contacted about 12 years ago ok so you're f- say fairly uh, new to the circuit yeah then, I yeah. mean people uh, you know really enjoy the chats you know the stories and it's, it's great to have a, a you know apart from meeting the people it's yeah. just nice to see the costumes that people wear as well, well they're very faithful some of them aren't they yes, they superb are, yes. yeah, um, yeah. Actually, just I'm looking about on on Empire. Were you were you working on Elstree or Pinewood, or were you actually out it, in it was Elstree? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I was gonna say because if if you're working in Norway and then coming to Death Valley, no, in I never America, went away, wow, uh, yeah. on location. It was yeah. always at Elstree. No, you wouldn't. You'd never tell because firstly, the guys at Elstree have always done a fabulous job. But no, Trevor, thank you so much for joining us on it's the been a pleasure. on the yes. podcast today yes. and. Um, we certainly hope within the next few years you'll become a Star Wars super fan like the rest of us. <laughs> Who <laughs> knows? I could, could be converted. You never know. Thank you. Dad, how have you found Nerdbase today? Decent. Thanks, Dad. Dad, yeah. can you do your best Wookiee impression, please? <laughs> now, we've had plenty of actors who have been on Star Wars plenty of the session squad who have uh, followed us from day one but now we've got possibly the greatest guest we've ever had on the show well his name is Alfie Hudson 
How are you, mate? I have been on the show before, many, uh, two times already. Two times? Do you yes. remember what they were? Uh, no, not at all. Good. Do you remember what you spoke about? Uh, I remember the first time I was like giving encouragement to this yeah, show, yeah. Uh-huh. and for the second time, I have no idea. <laughs> That's right, and you're still waiting for Luke to give you an autograph, aren't you? Yes. So, and what you. do you want to say to Luke? Um, thanks for when you give it to me because I'm at because I'm waiting. Mm. Clown check. <laughs> right, Alfie. What is the best Star Wars thing out there? Hmm. What's the coolest Star Wars thing? Uh, nerd base. Nerd base. Yep. yep. I like why. Um, because it's fun and it's quite educational and it, you can, and you can make your grown up spend a lot of money. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's literally why you go there. Did your grown up spend a lot of money today? Yes. How much did you get? Uh, Pokemon. Oh, Pokemon. Love, I love Pokemon, but not as much as the show. Who's the best Pokemon out there? Um, Sizzle. Sizzle? What does Sizzle look like? Uh, he's, also, he's also a red bug man. Red, do you think he could beat Darth Vader in a fight? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Ma- yeah. I'm not sure. What was, what's Sizzle's like, power? Uh, he can sort of click. He, he sort of has, like, instead of having arms, he has a sort of... Um, Pincer. Like, yeah, so a sort of like crab arms. I don't know if Darth Vader could beat a crab-armed man. You're not scared by Star Wars, are you? It's not mm, very scary, is it? Not overly. I've seen um, 8, 9 and 1. 8, 9 and 1, that's a good order in to see. In that exact... Which one was the best one? Uh, I have to say um, 9, that's awesome. 9, why is that? Um, I like that number 9, I really like that number 9. Awesome Never said anything so many different. Bad t- fr- from somebody how bad com- turns good. Yes, it's a good message, isn't it? Yeah, it's a good message from bad to good. Yes, and you should yep. always you should and you should always give people a chance, shouldn't you? Yep. Yep. And there was cool lightsaber fights too, as well. Mm-hmm. Who's your favourite character in uh, all of the films? Uh, Ray. Grogu. Oh man, Grogu's the coolest. The Grogu's the coolest, isn't he? Why Grogu's? Because he's really cool. You never know when he's going to use his power, and he's really unexpected. Mm, I like that answer. I think that's that's really good. Would you like a little Grogu one day? Yeah, that'd be cool. Okay, why don't you ask your parents? In fact, to get you I already that? have one. Why don't you ask your uncle? <laughs> 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 the person that's standing right in front of me. Do the two hundred pound one, please. Well, maybe Dave Dunn can get me a discount on who's, that from Zaffy. Who's, <laughs> da- who's Dave Dunn? Diamond, the diamond. Oh my god! Right, can, do, you, do you know do you know Chewie? Yeah, Chewbacca. You know what? Can you make a noise like Chewie does? <laughs> that is fantastic. I had no idea what I just did. Alfie, that was the best interview I've ever done. That's, this is the best podcast. <laughs> well, now we've gone from Alfie, we've gone from tr- to trouble now. <laughs> Little Annabelle's here. Alfie's uh, mate is here. <laughs> How? What's your favourite character? Grogu. Great, why? That's what Alfie said. He's cute. Okay, who's the worst character? Chewbacca. Why? <laughs> He's big and hairy. But so's Sean. Uh, he isn't as hairy as Chewbacca. Okay. Well, you saw Chewbacca, didn't you? We went to Nerd Base, you were there. I was terrified. You didn't really like seeing Chewbacca. I didn't did let him come three metres close to me. But he's a nice Chewbacca, that is. Is he? And he's a nice one. He, he, he gives Olivia a cuddle. I nearly ate Olivia. He's a he's a good lad. He is. is now he? he is. Yeah, he goes. Now, if you were if you were in Star Wars, Clown would you track. be an alien or would you be a Jedi of a lightsaber? Alien. What would you look like? Colour skin. How many eyes? I would be purple. Why? I'd be a purple Grogu. Purple Grogu. I mean, you'd have the Force, would you? 
I don't know. Okay. Right. Do you know that noise that Chewie makes? Yeah. Can you do it for me? <laughs> that was very good. That was better than most people. Thank you very much for coming on. You're welcome. Everyone loves Nine Numb. I do. You do. The kids do. My nan does as well. And somebody else who does is a guy called Mike Quinn. There's a good reason for that. Because he is Nine Numb. Maybe not in reality, but in Star Wars he is. And I'm standing here with the man himself. How are you, sir? Thank you. I'm very good. I uh, Yes, I am. The older the older I get, the more I look like Nine Numb. <laughs> it's, it's like people that... The, the, they start to look like the dogs, right? I'm, I'm the same with with Nine Numb. It's very sad. Well, he's a good-looking guy. I'm looking, I'm looking at the uh, display now. He's a good-looking chap. Um, yes. I'm also just looking at the list of credits, which anybody oh. who knows yourself knows a very, very impressive oh, yeah. list of credits. And Star Wars is just one of them. Yeah, absolutely. Although it's a huge one of them. It's not I mean, a bad one, yeah, is it? You yeah. know, it's it's going to live on far beyond me, which is wonderful. <laughs> yeah, your, right? your, leg- well, your legacy is down now. Yeah, in I terms of, so. In terms of Nine, then the obvious question I'm sure you get this asked okay. is every, every day how did you how did you land the role how did it come to be oh uh, that's a good question well I was already on the film working other creatures and puppets I was assisting um, Tim Rose with Akbar and Slice yep. Noodles and helped a bit with uh, when Jabba was strangled the Reese uh, hand puppet and baby Ewok to name uh, a few to, yeah a few bits <laughs> and pieces so I was hanging around the workshop and um, the, the creature workshop and and saw the nine numb mask, and Phil Tippett was saying that this is this has been pulled forward to become the co-pilot for Lando, and it doesn't have any articulation in the face. Mm-hmm. It's got dialogue, but there's no mouth movement. So I suggested turning it into a hand puppet, a big muppet, and and uh, Phil Tippett thought that was a good idea. So I fitted it out. We did a film test, and George loved it. And suddenly I got myself the job. Well, you wouldn't know that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've got the scenes in my head now when you're in the cockpit. Yeah, and, it's, and that's a puppet. Yeah. Yes, it's a hand puppet, essentially. So I'm lying on my back with my hand in the air. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I just assumed it was somebody in there working it. The the thing is, they they didn't really have a good way of making the mouth move really nicely at at the time. Now, I imagine. So now it's all radio control and stuff like that. But um, So, yeah, it was was essentially a, a big Muppet. Nice. Unlike Nine Numb as a respected member of the re- rebellion yeah, and the resistance, yeah. let's just say that. Um, yeah. How would you How would you describe his role then in those two factions in the galaxy? Absolutely vital. Yeah. Without that, uh, he they, <laughs> everyone would have been hosed. Basically, yep. uh, without him, I think uh, he I think he's the he's the centre of it all, the core to it all. Uh, he's the key to everything. He rescued a bunch of Leia's people, apparently, in the, in the extended mm-hmm. universe stuff, didn't he? On, yes. in, uh, from uh, was it Alderaan? Or yeah, so that's kind of interesting. Pre-explosion, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Pre-ex- well, yeah. So that's kind of interesting. No, he's, he's great. He's a great character. Uh, a lot of history there with him. Well, did you think? So you, you filmed him for Return of the Jedi, yes. way back when. Mm-hmm. Do you ever think forty odd years later he'll be back for the sequels and also in the the rise of the Resistance, right. riding Galaxy's Edge? I well, I I did. I always wanted to do him again, and I yeah. I figured they would at some point make the final trilogy. But I thought, well, it the probably won't trilogy. be uh, with George, but it might be with someone else. And I was thinking, oh, I don't know, someone like Ron Howard, for example. And of course, he ended up, you know, so uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, uh, uh, but but. And it didn't happen with the prequels. I was hoping to do him no, in the prequels. But you worked on Attack of the Clones, so didn't you? I did as yeah. an animator, yeah, character animator. Um, so then when the new trilogy came along, I thought, oh, okay, this is my chance, this go. is my chance. <laughs> <laughs> did a few calls were made, a few texts were sent. I, 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 sent, I sent an email to uh, JJ, <laughs> yep. actually. 
Yeah, and, you, and you managed to get yourself in <laughs> 7, 8 and 9 as well. Yes. Yeah. And, and how did Rise of the Resistance come around? The Galaxy's Edge ride, your, your part yeah. of that as well? Yeah, exactly. Um, they contacted me. You know, they wanted him Imagineering uh, yeah, uh, ran around with that. So uh, I went to visit them in, in California and they showed nice. me the, the, the uh, previs of the ride and mm. talked me through it. Mm. And then we, we shot it in the UK. Yep, nice. And uh, it was great fun, yeah. They were a bun- good bunch of guys. Well, the characters lived on. Um, what was your favourite on-set memory in terms of the Star Wars films you worked on? Do you have just hmm. one or is it many? Because you've worked with like, yeah. the list of uh, performers and crew that you've worked yeah, with. Yeah, I, I think I can talk in general terms, uh, you know, uh, sort of grouping them all together, just sort of being in that, that environment, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, uh, in that sort of creative energy with all the actors and and uh, uh, the crew and the, the the beautiful realistic sets yeah. uh, and props that are second to none in the world, honestly, in the UK. Mm. They're just the best. And they always have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's one of the reasons they do stuff in the UK mm. is the quality of, of workmanship. Mm. And so just just being among, among the, that talent and being a, part, a small part of that, but, mm. but you know. Integral still. Yeah, it's it's. I just yeah. love it. I just love it. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's just a very special thing yeah. for sure. Well, I mean, the final question I've got then is nine. Now um, you've been you've been nine for forty odd years now. <laughs> what does he? What does the character mean to you then? To me, he's like a he's like a, an old friend or a brother. You know, um, I see him retiring, having a little tiki bar somewhere on another planet, <laughs> serving rum drinks to everybody. Uh, you know, <laughs> I think after all he's been to, I think he deserves a. Couple, I think he's earned that. Yeah, a couple yeah. Of shots of Lando it, somewhere. Exactly. I'd love to see a scene with Nine Num and Chewie off in a corner somewhere, telling each other a joke, and you know, in their own languages, no one else can understand it, and they're laughing their faces off because it's so funny, and no one can understand what in the world they're saying. <laughs> but they do. And that's what that matters. <laughs> I want to see that scene. <laughs> Well, maybe if you could put in a few calls to maybe Kathy Kennedy. Indeed. Maybe, yeah. Just absolutely. Have a word. Next if we could time. just film this for uh, just the next it. season of whatever the stream is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Actually, just on that as well, I mean, obviously when you've seen Star Wars, you've been part of it and seen its exponential growth. How have yeah. you seen, you know, the the trajectory? How do you see where it is now? You know, is it in a healthy place? or? Yeah, very much so, actually, yeah. Um, yeah, with all the new uh, series coming out. Um, and um, yeah, you know the 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 landscape has changed uh, uh, compared to say even ten five years ago. I would yep. say uh, uh, you may have that you might have that conversation after all. It's chewy, but <laughs> oh yes, uh, yeah. Uh, so I think we're in a good place. I'm yep. excited with what's coming down down the line. Yep. Um, uh, with with both the series and and potential films Hopefully. down the line as well so maybe maybe uh, this year or next I don't know but I think it's very exciting and there's so many there's so many stories to be told old and new characters yep. it's just it just keeps growing doesn't it well hopefully we can see you back in the the franchise the galaxy oh yes again, like for, for oh, future yes. stories whether that is as nine indeed or, or both a in other characters yes. of which you've got the capability indeed. more so to play indeed Lovely. thank you so much mike thank you so much yeah take care you cheers too. Now, I am actually here now with, with Chris, Obi-Wan Kenobi, 
Cobb Vanth, Cod player, cosplayer extraordinaire. How you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Well, I've, I've said it to everyone who will listen. I was really hoping Chris would come dressed as Cobb oh, Vanth today. I feel bad, but I let you down and not turned up in my Cobb Vanth cosplay. What is it about? Why Cobb? Because firstly, Cobb's a beefcake, as Cobb's are you. But why? <laughs> what, what when you saw him? What made you think? Do you know what? Um, I'm actually gonna I'm gonna cosplay as this geezer. So part of it was the fact that you could wear Boba Fett's helmet without having to pay for a whole yeah, Boba yeah, Fett for the rest play. of it yep. <laughs> so it's like that straight away that's a win um, no I just think as a character he's pretty sick isn't he like Sheriff Marshall that kind of like yep. Wild West feel yeah so yeah and I thought I can kind of pull him off without the helmet a bit more grey if I had put a bit more grey in my hair, you know, yeah. could kind of look a bit cobby. I could, I can, I can see you doing that. But if you haven't, we'll give. Uh, what was your firstly? Rather than doing it at the end, we'll do it now. What's your Instagram for people to find you first? My Instagram is Kenobi Collects. Kenobi Collects. So check it out, and you'll see. There's pictures on there, isn't there? Oh yeah, pictures of my cosplay. There's pictures of all my Power of the Force figures. Yes. Which is for me, that's the that's a series which Chris and Luke bonded over are. Power of the Force Honestly, figures. Those Power of the Force figures are just a dream, aren't they? Every figure is just so great. Um, and you bought one today, have you? Yeah, I got two actually. I got a Princess the Princess Leia collection, which I've never had nice. before. So nice. that's a Leia and an R two, and a Leia and an Ewok a little wicket. Nice, nice. Have. So yeah. And how many Power of the Force figures have you got overall? So I've got all of the oh, I don't know how many. But I've got all the single ones apart from the Boosh Leia. Yep, but that's because I'm really fussy, and they have to be the non-European version. So, I'm trying to work. I didn't know there was. I oh, know there was yeah, a difference. Yeah, no, so okay, got yeah. The Star Wars. I mean, underneath it, it's got the different yep. like versions of how you say Star Wars in different languages or Power okay. of the Force. Yep. Right? Of um, course. So yeah, Bushler is the only one I can't seem to get unless I want to pay for it from America. Same as what? Well, same as that we said with uh, Diamond Dave. We've got Champagne Chris here. If anyone <laughs> has that non-European Bushler, yes, we'd like to. When anyone to sell it. Hit me up, I'm your man. Good price, of course. Yeah, you know, decent price. Though. We've got the man here. Um, I've spoken to a lot of people about Kenobi, but I wanted to ask you about um, Andor, because I haven't spoken about Andor at all today, yep. and I'm really looking forward to Andor. Are, are you at all looking forward to Andor, or, or are you somebody who's kind of like, well, I'm sure it'll be great, but it's all um, about Kenobi, it's all about Ahsoka. Well, obviously, Kenobi is just the one for me, but mm-hmm. Andor, I'm happy for any new Star Wars, to be fair. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. If it's Star Wars, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, fine. It adds to the story, it adds to the whole universe, it adds to everything. So, I'm excited for it. I thought it was a bit random when it was first announced. When it was announced, fair, yep. like, I'll give you that. I don't feel like the character, even in Rogue One, he wasn't sort of a character that you think, oh, I really want to know about his background. Mm-hmm. But, like I said, I think. It's, it's going to be interesting I like if it's going to be that sort of spy thrillery kind of approach I think it'll be quite good yeah no I've been excited for um, Andor ever since it started Johnny you've been excited for Andor Johnny loves anything Star Wars but <laughs> yeah ever since Bespin sent me in the woods to die I've been even more excited for <laughs> Andor but no no I've been uh, like you said the spy espionage thriller side of it mm. the placement in the timeline I think it's um, five years before Rogue One I think yeah. they're saying because the, 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 the story came out that it was meant to be five seasons like one year per, per season to take it up to Rogue One now they're only doing three but it's for me it's you know the people they could have in there yeah. so if you think you know Kenobi's ten years before we're, and look who we've got in that series yeah. think yeah. who we could get five years pre A New Hope yeah I hope we see I want to see Krennic back as well like, I would I love really, to see Krennic could we see Krennic and Kenobi I'm thinking that as well like we could get if we get a Tarkin <laughs> Could Krennic be in there? He's the whole I mean, Death Star. Krennic thing. Like, is this is perfect. This is like peak Krennic. Yeah, timing. Is, so, like you had um, the, the flashback in um, the flashback in Rogue One. You see Krennic and 
uh, Galen. Yep, on Coruscant. On Coruscant, you yeah. could always I bring Coruscant back. Yeah, oh, anything to see Coruscant. Yeah, like this that. is peak Krennic time, like, especially mm. five years before. And it also, it's Ben Mendelssohn. Why wouldn't you yeah, want to bring Mendo back? Yeah, and you know, he's, he's even said before, I will happily come back to Star Wars. Um, again, I, I always say, I've, I've got no, I, don't, I know nothing, but I haven't heard anything about Mendo in anything, which is a shame. But. Yeah. We also never knew about Luke Skywalker in the Mando and all these other um, cameras as well. So yeah, it's very true to be fair. I'd like for that one to fly under the radar and for all of us to be surprised. But mm. yeah, is be good. Kenobi the one you're looking forward to most? In? I mean, yeah, your, your Instagram like, handle would say Kenobi you are. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I just, oh, just seeing you and again in like in the trailer, oh, it was man. just great. It's just he's getting excited. <laughs> it's just that. Like that's what I'm kind of the same as you, you and Luke. That's the era I grew up with. So yep. the prequels were what I grew up with watching, going to the cinema to see, having all the figures and stuff. So seeing that time again being explored and seeing mm-hmm. those characters coming back, Hayden, you and it's just gonna be amazing. And also, not to not to drag the prequels, but we're gonna see familiar characters, maybe familiar or different locations, but in 2022 visuals yeah. as well so yeah, exactly. it's going to it's going to take what we've seen before but modernise them and make mm. them look even better so yeah. um, I can't let you go before asking you, the power of the force what is yeah. your, what's your most cherished one not, no, no, not your favourite necessarily but the most, most cherished, cherished one. power of the force it's prob- figure I'd probably say it's the stormtrooper and it's purely because when I growing up we would get those Christmas birthday it'd be a power of the force figure the stormtrooper was one that every Christmas and every birthday is one I asked for never got it apart I, I remember um, one um, so we're just getting the just pints getting in. offered a bit <laughs> more beer but unfortunately I've got to drive otherwise it would be uh, yeah um, yeah Stormtrooper yep I don't even think it was for Christmas or birthday but I remember my mum getting it from Woolworths Woolies yep managing Shout to pick out. up the Stormtrooper it was one that was hard to find um, so yeah when I got that again it's just it's just that nostalgia around it which is yeah. a whole series which I'm that's, it. that's why I collect those really I can't speak for Lukey Boy but I feel like there's a certain nostalgia yeah, attached to his love for those figures so um, as it, as it would fate would turn out mate everybody's left our table yeah, you know what's coming next before you go mate <laughs> right, can you do your best Wookiee impression oh, we're, we're, we're in a loud we're pub so we might actually, you might actually well. get away with this oh, this is going to be terrible <laughs> you do have an audience by the way <laughs> everyone's watching me do that and that was like the most feminine uh, it was a good Wookiee that was, was yeah. oh, I don't know they were feminine yeah. Wookiee they were female feminine Wookiees yeah, out there, there so <laughs> there we go Chris mate thank you for coming thank on mate thank you very much following from the disastrous Wookiee attempt by my father I'm joined by my brother my father's other son to discuss said Wookiee attempt high pitched and uh, not very convincing I mean his voice normally does that to be fair when he's uh, when he's talking normally so <laughs> yes he yeah, welcome looked, to the Hudson family. He looks embarrassed by himself, but it was a good effort, though. He is. I think that's everyone here has now done a Wookiee. Um, yes, this is my brother, Sean. He's older than I am. Have you uh, bought anything today? Uh, I have. I have bought um, Other three. Than your family. Yes, three Black Series toys um, to uh, to add to my growing collection of that. As uh, as as I am now allowed a small space within um, the house to display them. And how much do they cost? Uh, they were ten pounds each. That's not bad. You bought one for a pound the other, didn't you? I did, and that that one is actually being sold here today for ten pounds, <laughs> which is uh, which is which is helping me um, get budget signed off Im- by the budget holder immensely. within the household immensely. Which figures did you get today? Um, I got um, Maz. I got Poe, uh, and I got uh, Last Jedi Luke. Sequel trilogy, yes, yes, the 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 best version of him, in fact. 
Uh, yes, well, um, why is he the best version? Let's just get let's ask the question now. Um, I think it's the most real. It's the most real version. And uh, 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 Last Jedi, as you probably know, is um, one of the two favourite Star Wars movies I've got because I think it's the most uh, it's the most real portrayal of somebody who's gone through um, a really bad time and he's clearly got some kind of uh, PTSD and depression and all that kind of stuff and, and, and wallowing in his failure and um, <laughs> as my child in the background I shall uh, the pro. Uh, yes I shall Anakin him up later um <laughs> But yeah, I think it's the most real, the, the most, the most real version of uh, 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 kind of a superhero that you'll get. Favorite character, uh, Ahsoka, definitely. Um, I think I've said before that actually. Like, uh, other than, I mean, even including Anakin, but if you look at all forms of Star Wars, for me, Ahsoka's actually probably had more character development than 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 most than of almost any <laughs> other <laughs> character. But, uh, best sequence involving Ahsoka. Um, the last. Episode of Clone Wars was pretty uh. pretty special. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, just uh, her kind of racing uh, racing Rex to the ground from uh, uh, from the drop ships and not actually requiring anything other than landing on other ships and and like mortaling. Uh, I'm, still getting, I'm still getting to grip with that particular scene. Yeah, no, I like the awesome. rest of it, but that. No, no, no. Scene. I mean that, that that whole scene, but the, the the way that that show ended, like with, I mean, what was it? It must have been the last six, seven, eight minutes of that. Like there was no dialogue; it was uh, just yep. music. Uh, um, it was just amazing. It was it was peak, almost peak Star Wars. Almost, me. but what is peak Star Wars? Uh, Rebels. I think Rebels yes. is peak Star Wars um, for me. Um, Kanan is is the goat. He is the Cristiano Ronaldo of uh, of Absolutely. the Jedi world. I agree None that. of this uh, pretender messy rubbish. But uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, no. Kane, Kane and his goat mm-hmm. and um, uh, Snokey Snokey boy here is uh, very tall. Um, you've you just met somebody in Star Wars, Chris Bunn, the original Stormtrooper. Yes, Trooper. I met at the bar, didn't you? Yeah, I did meet him at the bar, and uh, there was me and Johnny just having a very nice conversation. And uh, they came to the bar, and I said, "Oh, you know, here's my chance to buy someone from Star Wars a drink." I'm like, oh, what can I get you, mate? Uh, double Cavassier brandy, please. Great, <laughs> cool. Thank <laughs> you very much. Yeah, and the guy's in the con scene. He knows the hustle. He's yeah, <laughs> yeah. He knows just, what he's doing. Just, I think I've just left him with my bank card. You know, just, just run it up, mate. That's <laughs> yeah, fine. Yeah. yeah, Chris. Chris is a right lad. I like Chris. Um, next, next question. Favorite bit of music from Star Wars? Because it's my brother, I don't have to. I don't have to be. I can uh, be more formal. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Right. Um, Bullet points. Yeah, uh, Jewel of the Fates, probably. Um, Jewel of the Fates. Is is I mean I mean that well everything from the sequence of uh, Anakin and um, Obi Wan at the end of yes, Sith yes. Uh, that entire well that's my child in the background um, any uh, anything from that sequence is just uh, is amazing worst part of any of the films worst moments um, worst moments or it could be the worst a bit of dialogue worst sequel worst bit of acting uh, yeah, I'm, I mean talking. Uh, Oh, the, um, just as after Annie, little Annie, has won the um, the Boontarif Classic. Won the Boontarif Classic, and there's the, is it the droid? And there's a little kid, and there he, he's so desperate to give this thing a high five, <laughs> he's and, hanging. and he just leaves him hanging. And it's just every time I watch it, I just think, like guys, if you've not got yeah. any kind of editor that's just seen this we, poor child oh, in man. front in one of the most anticipated movies of all time we being did. left hanging, we said say that I think it's one one of the commentaries we did or something. We were like. 
is this the best shot they got? Is this the best? Like, is this the best take? Whether like, yeah, let's just keep that one in, yeah. or was it just one and done? Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. kids, I've mentioned those kids annoy me. It's called probably ball. Yeah, and no, those kids really uh, annoy yeah. me. But yeah, 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 yeah. if you could see one character from uh, animated brought into live action, it doesn't matter what era, as long as they're still alive in that era, who would it be? We've had Cad, so you couldn't have Kanan in yeah. the sequels, for example. Spoilers for Rebels. <laughs> Um, I mean, I'd like to see whether it's the right era or not. I'd like to see Cal Kestis at some point. Um, Cal- a different era, no. But yeah, we've Cad Bane would have been up there. Hera, definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. I think I think Hera's going to be in Ahsoka. Yeah, no, that'll be cool. I think she will be. Yeah, um, and I'm looking forward to seeing Sabine as well. Yes, Sabine is in Ahsoka. Uh, yes. Probably in Ahsoka. Yes. No. Yeah. No. I'm looking forward to seeing. Um, uh, the Rebels times. So, no, I, li- I like the way that they've kind of come out and said, you know, if you've, if you've done the groundwork and watched uh, like the Clone Wars and Rebels and the animated stuff, yeah. that you're going to um, yes. you're going to enjoy it. I quite like how they're saying, right, all this stuff's out there. The onus is on you now to go and find it. Like with Maul in Solo, you know, people are like, well, what's he doing back? Well, go back and watch the, s- the animated shows, and you'll find out. I quite like the confidence they had, and then because Solo is a bit of a bum, they couldn't follow up on that. Um. Yeah, no, I mean, I think there's, there's, a, there's a whole... You can feel the um, the Marvel management and their finger on, on Star Wars now with... with Don't tell Luke. With, uh, yeah, no, no. <laughs> uh, sorry, mate. Um, you know, just the fact that, that you know, they're... Uh, some people say they're having to bulk out what happened around the sequel trilogy time frame with, with shows. Um, but, I, I, you know, I like the way that everything's kind of tying together and... Um, it's just y- building on a story, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't comment whether or not anyone from Resistance is going to appear. I've not, I've not, I've not, I've not come to watch that. I am waiting for for Matt's over overview of that one. Oh, I'm waiting for Luke. He's getting through them. He's yeah. getting through them. He's been. Get, when did that start though? When about did he start watching ago. that? About two years ago. Yeah, <laughs> he is about. He is near nearly the, near th- near to the end of season one now. Oh well, well done, mate. Which is good. Yeah, well done, Luke. Good news. That is good news. And good uh, job. Before we go, then, can you give me your best Wookiee impression, please? Um. I did say Wookie. No, that's yeah. That sounds like I was dying, doesn't it? Yes. Well, uh, uh, on that note, oh, that's better. Imagine you're in a bath and you're gurgling or something, or your share in that song she did. Do you believe in? That's it. That's it. That's right. right. So, in, in order to stop, and this is getting a bit too raunchy before yeah, sorry, pre pre sessions yeah. at Watergate. So, yeah. brother, thank you very much. I'll continue this when thank I you, press brother. stop. Yes. Goodbye. It's getting. Oh, that will. Oh. That will bring an end to the nerd-based Star Wars weekend and Star Wars sessions coverage. The end of a regime that acquiesces to disorder. All remaining systems will bow to the Star Wars sessions and will remember this as the last segment of the Star Wars sessions nerd-based weekend coverage. It's been a wonderful day. It's been a great day. Great to meet so many uh, of you guys, those who I've met before. And those who I haven't met before, so many wonderful, wonderful listeners out there. Uh, it's been a joy and an honour to meet all of you. Fabulous to meet Trevor Butterfield, Mike Quinn, Kenny Lee as well. And for their contributions, what they've done to Star Wars. Always good fun seeing Ross Sandbridge, Snoke himself and Chris Bunn, the first Stormtrooper, the original Stormtrooper. And it's always a blast at Nerdbase. Got a call for, what did I get? I've got a Padme Amidala uh, figure. I got a Ray figure from the Last Jedi because Ray in it, and where was I? Like it? I got something else. 
Uh, it's obviously so, so good. So good. Uh, I can't remember what it was. I'm watching Spider-Man 3 now. Even though I've just got back into my hotel. Spider-Man 3's on. What a way to end the day. But um, everyone who turned up, thank you so, so much for joining in, for letting me stick a microphone in your face. And just for chatting, generally, and just for being the best out there. Nerdbase, fabulous weekend again. Awesome, awesome uh, event. If anyone hasn't been next year, get yourself down there. It's always a good laugh. And you never know, you may see your friendly neighbourhood sessioners as well. However, yeah, thank you, everyone. I'm going to bed now. I'm knackered. So, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for turning up. Thanks for being you. But for me, see ya. (laughs) 